Hey, what is up, super friends? So this week, we're going to go ahead and continue on with the uh, thinking traps that we started on last week. So last week, in case you don't remember, we did always, always, always. Uh, so this week, we're going to talk about one called me, me, me. And it is not selfish the way it sounds. It's actually kind of self-degrading. So it's not fun. Um, but lots of folks, everybody really has a tendency to do this where you things go wrong and you think, okay, I'm the sole causation for the problem. That no other influencers had anything to do with this. It's all my fault. And we kind of point out the fallacy in that as it pertains to leadership, like leading a team, uh, a family unit, you know, relationships, or even if you're a solopreneur, right, you run your own business and something doesn't go according to plan, you blame yourself for it. But the reality is like, there's other things influencing that going wrong. So that's the topic of the week. I hope you guys enjoy it. And here we go. Five, Here we go. Oh, you're so fast. See, I waited for you to turn your back before I hit record. That way you didn't know I was going to say it. <laughs> I just looked away for a second. Um, but at any rate, here we do, in fact, go. That's right. So, say it. Right up, right off the top of the cup, someone out there heard this and got that reference, and bless his heart, right? Um, so at any rate, it's going to be a shorter one this week, because we've got all the swirl going on. Yes. Uh, but this ain't a podcast about hopscotch, so we didn't want to skip it. Ooh. Yeah. Came over that earlier, I'm like, it's lame, so do it. Um, you know I love a lame joke. Right. So this week, we're going to go ahead and continue um, talking about thinking traps. Mm-hmm. Last week, we did always, always, always which uh, always happens. <laughs> oh, Travis. Um, and this week, I want to talk about me, me, me. And I think I mentioned it a little bit at the end, like we were going to do it, and it wasn't. Uh, I wasn't talking about being greedy. Okay, <laughs> That would be a thinking trap. You shouldn't do that either, but that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is when you think you are the sole causation for the current problem set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I shared with you an example of like when I used to teach this skill, what I used, and I used a basketball analogy back in the Dizay. Right. Uh, it was a Tuesday, actually. Um, <laughs> all the back in the days. It was always a Tuesday. <laughs> it's just the, the most innocuous day of the week, so right. it's likely that it happened on that day. Yeah. Um, Could have been a Thursday. Unlikely, though. <laughs> Thursday, you're kind of amping up for the weekend. That's true. Friday, Junior. That's right. So, I like that. Um, <laughs> so... What it is, though, so we're not using the basketball analogy. I'm going to use something more current, more topical. Oh, um, switching it up. Switching it up, yep. So our our oldest has now found a love for something that we call the Mighty Ducks. Yes. And so there's the new series on Disney Plus right. that we watch. and uh, <laughs> Emilio. Emilio, Mighty Ducks man himself. So uh, he's really into that, and then that has now you know, led us to watch the original, like right. see where it all began in yes. the 90s. Such a good movie. If you haven't watched it, it doesn't matter how old you are, you should watch it. And if you haven't watched it in a while, you should watch it again. Right. Um, and uh, grab a box of tissue. Right. So, <laughs> at any rate, um, I'm not sure that's totally necessary, but okay. It is. It's, okay. It's, hey, it's, look. It pulls at your heartstrings. Sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, I suppose you're not wrong. Thank but that's you. not what we're talking about. No. Me, me, me. That's what we're talking about. Indeed. And so there is actually an example of this thinking trap really early on in the film. Mm-hmm. So if you recall, 
Young Gordon Bombay, nine-year-old Gordon Bombay takes the ice. Yes. Right? He's oh. playing for the Hawks. Right. They've got a penalty shot. Yes. And and here, so first of all, and this is something I point out to the kids, like, as soon as I see this scene again as an adult, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, that's stupid. I know. Be- because here's the thing. First of all, his coach is, is a jackass. Right. Because he's like, hey, if you if you lose this, you're not just letting yourself down, you're letting your whole team down. Right. I'm like, okay, shut up. I know. It's too much pressure. But, so... Um, the other thing is, anyway, we're, I'll get into it. So nine-year-old <laughs> Gordon Bombay takes the ice with the penalty shot. He misses. Right. And then he internalizes this for like the rest of his life. Right. That I'm the reason we lost. So in that scene, like, think about it. It's a penalty shot and they're tied. Right. So even if he misses, they go into overtime. Right. <laughs> right. So yes, he had opportunity to win it for to them. win it. But he didn't lose the game for them. No. And that's where this me, me, me thinking trap comes into play is it's yeah. thinking you're the sole causation for the problem. So in that situation, nine-year-old Gordon Bombay didn't reflect at the game as a whole and go, okay, well, Chester, you know, he missed that save and so-and-so did this and right. so-and-so did th-. And it's not placing blame. It's looking how all of us contributed to the situation rather than going, everything's my fault. I suck. Right. It's all writing on me because it's typically not all writing on one sole person. Right. And I know what some people are thinking who've listened to the show for a while. They're going, but Travis, don't you always say as a leader that you take the blame and give away the credit? Yep, thousand percent. I still stand by that statement. Right. But it doesn't mean that you're the reason everything failed. Right. Okay? Right. That's and, not what that means. Right. And you don't have to tear yourself down. That that philosophy is like a form of insulation for your team. It's a form to like a way to reflect, you know, honestly with yourself. Is right. there something I missed? Could I have done something better? And if if I so here's the here's where you don't get stuck in me 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 when you take the blame mm-hmm. is you have to objectively look at the entire operation and figure out what went wrong. Right. And so it's not taking the blame because you suck. Right. It's taking the blame is as much like okay we're gonna chalk this up as an L and look <laughs> at the whole situation and figure out where the disconnect was. Right. And you're not really looking to place blame on any one person. It's it's looking at as a whole. Where did the system not work? Where did the process that was put in place not get you to your end goal? Right. I mean, you know, weird example, but it just popped into my head, as sometimes things do. I can go back to, like, my first deployment. End of my first deployment, we're cruising, we're getting ready to go home. I mean, really, we've got, like, a week and a half till, mm-hmm. we, till we get the hell out of there. And so <laughs> we're in kind of, like, you're, you're kind of in checked out mode at that point. Like, right. you're packing, you're cleaning, you're getting ready to go. Right. And they're like, hey, guys, we need you to go clear Fallujah. We're like, hold on. Wait a minute. That's the, the naughty place. Right. <laughs> yeah, at the time, it was right. super naughty. And so, you know, the, that mission went really well. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things in there that could have gone wrong. We're looking at look at the big picture. Like, everyone who was clearing Fallujah with us had phase lines. They had to hit at certain times. Like, you right. had windows. You had to be there. If, you, if you're not there, right. then... Things are going to get squirrely across the entire battle space. So if my team hits phase line gold, you know, 20 minutes early and the other team's 20 minutes late, now things are off. Right. You know, now like the the enemy has visibility on us before the whole force is there. Like you've got to really. And so if that went wrong, you couldn't be like, well, you know, Aco Mortar screwed the pooch on this. No, (laughs) it's okay. What went wrong? Big picture. Right. Like did something, did we skip over something that we should have done? Did Mm. we, did we just not, you know not really look at the big picture of the battle space the way we should have. Did we think it was going to take longer? Like, something was broken, but it doesn't mean, like, Private Crutcher sucks. Right. I right. can't go, oh, man, the Fallujah op 
failed because it's my fault. Right, right. <laughs> and that sounds silly, but that's what we're talking about. You know, you you don't control all of it. Right. But how often do people do that? I mean, that it's is every day, like bro. A, right. It is a systemic problem, I think, in everyone's personal life and outside themselves. They try to take on too much of the, you know, the burden of, of what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's we talked a little about the, the leadership team side of things, and we may touch on it again a little bit. But you brought up an interesting point when we were discussing the topic prior to the show is like in a relationship, this happens all the time. Right. Right. So... You know, from a, a like a family standpoint, usually there's one person that takes on, you know, the burden of the, the household stuff. And so then anytime something goes wrong in the house, that person feels like, oh, gosh, if I had just done it better, if right. I had, you know, <laughs> if I if I had looked into my crystal ball, like there's some there's some stuff that you just you can't control. And there's some stuff when you have kids or you have other responsibilities it's going to it's going to mess up your timeline, it's going to mess up your effort and that doesn't mean you're not working as hard as you can. Right. And that the failing of getting all the laundry done or whatever it was is solely on you. Particularly when you have people in the house who also know how to work a washing machine. Sure. <laughs> you know, I mean But and you know, that what you're saying is true. And we, the thing is like I think our family is uniquely pragmatic. Yes. Like we, <laughs> things can just go completely off the rails one day and we're like, well, like I can see how we all contribute to this getting screwed up. Right. And we all just kind of stare at each other like, hmm. Right. And there's always tomorrow. That so escalated quickly. <laughs> right. You know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we don't, no one sits around like stewing over it. No one loses sleep. And if you, it, the other thing is we police our own pretty well too. Like yes. if we see someone like down in the dumps because they think they're the ones that screwed up everything for everything. We're like, no, 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 no. Don't right. do that. This right. isn't, you are not solely responsible for this going sideways. Right. And even, I mean, when we were talking about it earlier, it's like, you know, money. You have one person that works hard. They're the, the prime, you know, breadwinner for the family, but you're all spending the money. So at the end of the month, when you're looking at the budget and you're like, well, what happened? You know, who who else was spending right. that you didn't communicate or that you didn't plan for? Or what crazy thing came up that you needed to take care of? I mean, it, the person, the breadwinner can't go, oh my gosh, I'm not earning enough and I'm I'm failing everyone. No, it's a it's collective. You have right. to look at the budget, have a discussion about this is what we're doing. <laughs> and even if you have, look, let's be real, like there's a lot of things you forget. Right. right? When you've got... A family our size and you've got all the cell phone bills and all the Netflix and all the Prime and all the right. Discovery Plus and it's like, right. oh, six bucks, sure, six bucks, sure. And then at the end of the month, you're like, where'd that 50 bucks go? <laughs> right. Oh, it's all these shows they're right. watching. Or you have kids in sports and they're like, uh, I outgrew my cleats. Right. I need new, you know, shorts. I need whatever. And it's like, well, this is a necessary thing. We went out. Sure. We got it. Whoops. <laughs> but you can't be like, it's your fault we've got no money because of your right. stupid shoes. Right. Like, it's not. <laughs> right. It's not. Uh, and, it, you know, this is one of those things that, you know, we talk about the mindset stuff a lot, catastrophizing stuff a lot. This one will screw you quick. Yes. You know, particularly not in, in all facets of life, but like if you're a leader and I got to take it back there just because, yeah. I don't know, kind of what I do. Um, <laughs> it'll screw you up really bad. Yeah. Because... I would say, man, I don't want to put a percentage on it because some of my cohorts would be like too high, too low, whatever. <laughs> but when it comes to your team trusting you, right. I'd say a solid 70% of that comes from 
your confidence. Yes. And that starts in your own nugget. Right. Right? Right. So if you start internalizing as being the sole reason everything, whatever it is, whatever mm -hmm. it is, wherever you work, wherever you lead, it doesn't matter what the in-state goal is. If you internalize it as your reason, you're the reason why that failed. Right. Then you are, you're going to zap your own confidence. Yes, definitely. And I would say as, you know, as a person who runs their own business or a person that has a small business someplace, it is, it is such a mind trick when you do something and it flops right or you're not making the sales or you have a lot of people that are talking to you but they're not taking that jump and so you start going it's me it's just because of me if, if right. it were somebody else if i were smarter if i were cuter if i were <laughs> stronger sure. if i you know i mean you start taking it to weird places and and it really follows up your confidence to keep going and and i think that happens a lot in you know, the private business world where people just give up because they're like, I can't do this. Sure. It's not that my business can't succeed. It's that it's I can't I do suck. it. I suck. Right. right. And so what's interesting is like, there are two different sides to that very same coin where it's like you lead a team somewhere at a, at a business or an industry and something gets screwed up and you blame yourself for all of it instead of looking at how the whole team contributed. Right. Right. So everyone's like, well, I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't have a team. Okay. Fair enough. Same rules apply though. And here's exactly. why. Like what you were saying, if you if you try whatever whatever posting algorithm or you try whatever new new platform or whatever it is you're doing right. or a new product, sure, you know you're branching out, um, and it doesn't work. Like you know, just like if you were to look objectively at the team, mm -hmm. and you know, like Chad was supposed to be doing this, and Brenda's supposed to be doing this, and and Brenda, you didn't know it, but Brenda sucks at that, right? <laughs> and now you found out, and you you can just go that didn't work. Right. And it's not Brenda's fault, no one's to blame, but we just know next time we'll flip-flop and Chad can do that and Brenda can do what Chad does. That's an easy win. Just right. like in the, the entrepreneur or solopreneur world where it's like, you know, I've done stuff. I, I experiment a lot with my business. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you know, I'm just going to try this this week. Right. Or I'm going to try this this See month. what happens. And sometimes it doesn't work. Right. And you need to be okay with going, it's not because I suck. Right. Just like with Brenda and Chad, it just didn't work. Right. It didn't work. It just work. didn't work. Right. And the thing is, is, you know, objectively, maybe you do go, oh, I'm not very good at that right. particular thing. So maybe in the future, I'll ask someone else to do it for me. Or maybe there's another way around, you know, around that thing you're not particularly good at to still get to that end state. But you don't have to. You know, you don't have to burn it down and I think, because there was one part that didn't work. You know, what happens, let's talk about content creation, for example. Mm -hmm. Like, if if someone's creating whatever content and they go, okay, I'm going to try this medium, and right. it flops, then their brain goes, well, my content sucks. No. No. It could be your delivery. Right. Like, maybe that's just not your wheelhouse. Maybe, right. you know, like, let's be honest. Like, I know people who do YouTube. I know people who do blogs. I know people who have podcasts. Yeah. And I know people who do it all. Right. And, and I've tried it all. And some people, like, I've got some folks, I'm not going to blast them out here, but, like, <laughs> they've tried it all. Right. And they are so honest with themselves. They're like, either they hated doing it. Yeah. Or they just heard it like, I suck at that. <laughs> and they, did, they didn't do it again. And that's right. okay, too. Like, yes. you don't have to, you don't have to do it all. Right. You don't have to do it all. Find what you like. I think the other thing is, too, is that sometimes people will, will put out, I'm going to try this for a week or I'm going to try it for a month. And nothing happens or, you know, it's it's just crickets. And so they give up. Right. But 
you have you have to give it a fair shot when you're talking about business you're talking about you know being out in the world and being noticed like there's billions of people you yes. have to give yourself a chance to be seen and four weeks is probably not long enough to be seen i mean you you look at instagram you look at facebook you look at all these social medias and you see all these people's highlight reels and how huge they're making right. and all you know things are booming and fireworks are going off behind them but you know if you really dig into their story most of them have struggled in some basement someplace okay you said it and you know exactly many, where i'm going to take many it many years i have to <laughs> It's, it's crazy because this gentleman has come up in, in two different client sessions this week <laughs> because I've had clients this week who were falling into this thinking trap and they right. were, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to quit. Right. Um, and, you know, he doesn't need my help getting famous <laughs> at this point. Right. And if you don't know who this guy is, man, welcome to the world. Right. Um, this gentleman named Gary Vaynerchuk. Right. <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk, he, he, like, he's set to buy the Jets. He's got, like, an $11 billion net worth. Right. I mean, the guy could yes. print his own money right. at this his point. Right, his ultimate goal is to own the Jets. And he, <laughs> he legitimately gets up every day and does whatever he wants. He's a serial yes. entrepreneur now. Like, yeah. that's what he is. But before that, yeah. before anyone knew that, Gary Vaynerchuk is a first-generation from Belarus immigrant. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. His parents open a liquor store mm -hmm. in Jersey. Right. And that's where he grows up. Yes. And kind of helping out in the liquor store. And then he decides, because he develops an interest in wine, not necessarily like getting drunk on it, but just like the right. process and right. like the history and all that stuff. Yes. So what he does like early, like early 20s. Mm -hmm. And so this is like the start of the YouTube world. I think Rhett and Link were the only other people on YouTube <laughs> right. at this point. Um, he starts a channel. Yeah. And it's, if you know Gary today. Yes. And you drive it off of where he started, it's like little scrawny. <laughs> you know, pale in his parents' basement, Gary right. Vaynerchuk, right. wearing a suit and tie. Yes, the wine library. Doing 20-minute videos about wine yeah. that no one watched. That no one watched. And his advice today is so great because he's like, if you like it, just keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Somebody's going to see you. That dude now posts right. a smiley face emoji on Twitter, and three minutes later, <laughs> it's got two million likes. Right, exactly. And the thing that's so interesting, too, when you're talking about him, not to go off on a total jag, but it was like he wasn't great in school because he wasn't interested in, right. in school. But he was interested in entrepreneurship. And from a very young age, he had a baseball card hustle. And so he sold and traded and kept and, you know, all these things. I mean, all through school, he was always – he always had money but he was never out partying with the right. kids because he was working and and he had his head down and had a goal to make his own money and do his own thing and the whole wine library thing was because he wanted to help his parents he he knew that what helping they were, them with their business right he knew what what they were doing could be successful but he wanted to open it up so that they could really enjoy their lives and what really it wasn't the videos that popped off for him right he created a website <laughs> right. for their store Yep. So people could order wine online. Right. And it was one of the it was like very one of the first, first times you could do that. Yes. Available places that you could and, and I but the other thing, you know, to talk touch on that just really quick is like I think the people think that they're in a saturated market where whatever it is they do, whether it's fitness or whatever, you know, coaching, right. nutrition, it's you know, they create some kind of you know, tangible good. The market is not saturated. It's not. It doesn't make any difference if there's you know, a million of the same thing that you do, what you do is different right. than the other person. And, and somebody will connect with you, whether it's through, you know, a funny post or through your seriousness or just what you're just really good at what you do. And they'll want to buy from you and become part of 
your little world and, and, and you know, be like, excited that's the, for supporting you. The ultimate, like, disproof of this thinking trap. Exactly. Is you, you, you are the thing that's going to sell. Yes. You, you, you are the thing that's going to win. You, you, you are the thing that's going to develop the plan for your team. Right. So when you're thinking me, 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 yeah, it, you're not the sole cause, but you could be the solution. Exactly. That's the only kind of me, me, me you want to focus on. And it's don't beat yourself up if you're not. Right. But you're, you are qualified. It's okay. Yes. I promise. And like you're saying, <laughs> like the saturated man, you know, especially during COVID, it's like everyone's going to be a success coach now. Right. Okay, team. Right. Sure you are. Right. And maybe, maybe you are. Right. But here's the thing. Like when I first started, mm-hmm. it was like I thought I need, to, I need to fit into this box of like right. marketable coaches. Yes. And they all look a certain way. And Tony Robbins and... and Dave Ramsey. And that ain't Travis, man. Right. It's right. not. And like if I look at my very first content compared to what we what I do now, mm-hmm. blah, right. not even the same animal. Right. It's very different. Because I, I looked at it. I think I shot like seven pieces of content mm-hmm. and I was going to put it into the world and I looked at it and I was like, that sucks. <laughs> and and everyone else is like, it looks really good. It sounds right. good. It's good stuff. It's good right. material. Yeah. But I'm like, I... I can't live with that. I right. I don't want to put that on Front Street and then right. you hire me to come do it in person and it ain't that. Right. So. Right. You watched it and you didn't recognize yourself. It was bad. Right. It was bad. And I'm not going to keep up that for no. another 5, 10, 15, however many years. Like, right. no. Exactly. So, and I could have looked at it and gone, that sucks. I'm not cut out for this. Right. But instead I go, that sucks and I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do right. it my way. Right. Why? Why does? Why do I not like so it? What your, is it? To your point with a saturated marketplace, if that's your thing, yeah. man, get over that because there's only one you. Exactly. There could be a thousand coaches. There's only one you though. Right. Um, anyway, so <laughs> we need to wrap because we are in a rush, but um, didn't want to leave it hanging and we wanted to get this one out. And so we're, we'll probably do a couple more just because these are good ones. I think the next one we're going to do is like the the... The natural stepping stone from this one, and that's them, them, them. <laughs> and you might be right you might when you're thinking about what that, that one together. is. <laughs> uh, you know, spoiler alert, it's not their fault either. So <laughs> we'll talk on that one next time. Um, but yeah, so don't don't get stuck in this one. You right. are not the only causation. Exactly. You, you know, if you if you electrocute yourself sticking a fork in a light socket, <laughs> someone turned the electricity on. So you're you're not in this alone. Okay, you. You just won the Darwin Award, but you're still not the sole causation for that happening. That (laughs) can take it back and blame Tesla, Edison, whoever you want. You're not alone in that. You're still not super bright. Well, you are briefly. Right. Like a tenth of a second. You're really bright. Really bright. All right. That's all I got. You got anything else? No, that's good. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. Uh, so yeah, we'll probably do a couple more of these thinking traps just because they are helpful, right? Like we talked about in the very first episode, you know, the the way to kind of combat these is to be able to identify you're doing them, right? Start asking yourself some of those cues. Like for this one, for example, like with me, 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 you know, we talk about a little bit like who who else played a part in this? Like who else could have impacted the situation? Who else did impact the situation? Who else impacted the outcome? Stuff like that. And it's not blame shifting. It's not putting the blame somewhere else. It's looking at the big, broad picture of like, okay, it wasn't all me. Other things came into play here and, you know, then it's, it's back to the drawing board, right? Figuring out how to, how to prevent those things from happening in the future, how to stop them from derailing you next time. So that was me, me, me folks. Hope you guys enjoyed it and we will talk to you next time.